Hey guys! <laughs> hey everyone! Welcome to this episode of Let's Get Coffee with your hosts, Lucia and Treya. Yeah. I was gonna say woo, and then it was like a really low like, rumble. <laughs> it was like woo. <laughs> okay. Oh god. Okay, so we have a really exciting episode today. Well, we, do. we have yeah. lots to talk about. Yeah, okay. I'm excited about it. I'm Me too. Um, also, okay. I want to take this moment to say if you haven't listened to episode three or episode two or episode four, yeah, yeah. go listen to other episodes basically yeah go listen to our other episodes we okay. um talk so the last episode we just did well actually i don't know if it's this is the order that it's going to come out in but we did an episode about fashion that's super interesting we loved film so fun i love that one yeah um yeah so go go listen if you haven't already we love yeah. recording it. Well, get through this first and then go listen to the rest of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't just leave okay, this Okay, so um, let's catch up. Yeah. How are you? How was your um, week? Okay, we just had prom. Oh my um, god. Ah, wait, wait, we, we need to talk about this. We yes, we told you guys we would like catch you up because we were talking about prom like pretty much every episode so far. <laughs> <laughs> and it happened and I have to say it lived up to all of my expectations. It was I loved so it. so good. Like, I, it was almost better than our expectations, I think. Like, it was because, I don't know, because it's hard, like, it you can plan as much as you like, but if the people there don't have the right vibe, then, like, it's going to be bad no matter what. I completely agree. The thing yeah. is, I went in thinking it was more that our, our prom, specifically, not prom in general, but our prom was going to yeah. be really kind of seated down and really standing <laughs> But it actually, we were all dancing the whole time, I think. It was so fun. Um, I still can't feel my feet. Just so you know, I'm not kidding. <laughs> I'm not kidding. It's been like, how many, it was, how many days has it been? Like nearly it's, a week. Yeah, it's nearly Five days and I still can't feel my left foot. So wish me <laughs> luck. <laughs> and us and our friends, we unintentionally literally coordinated. We didn't even think oh, yeah. about it. We all knew what colour our dresses were. We all knew what we were going to look like. And yet when we were actually together, we didn't realise how colour coordinated we were. Because we hadn't seen the dresses in person, had we? Yeah. We hadn't seen photos. And then when yeah. we took photos together, people were like, oh, you coordinated, that's so cute. Yeah. And we were like, yeah. We didn't even plan this. We literally <laughs> didn't even plan this. And yeah. we were dancing the whole time. And then we went in a limo after. Just... That was so No, because we were like, at that point, I took my heels off and I was walking through like the parking lot. And I was like, I can't do this. Like, <laughs> you I were walking through the parking lot barefoot. <laughs> Because we were like, we were like, we're gonna have our limo moment. Like, we're gonna leave the venue and we're gonna be strutting out to our limo. And like, but then it just was me sadly like hobbling to the limo, holding my shoes. The thing is, though, I remember when we got in, when we got into the limo, and everyone. I'm not gonna lie right now, but everyone was kind of looking at us like, "Oh my god, you guys got a limo!" And I was like, "Yeah, we did." yeah we did and me and luge had our little moment we were we had our heads out of the window because it was like midnight and so we, sang, we screamed style and supercut and i thought the driver was oh, gonna make us stop and i know he was gonna he, be like can you guys shut up please that's why i kept like red light and i was like wait <laughs> what are we doing we were, singing, we were singing green light at a red light <laughs> and then i was like it's so uncomfortable when you stop next to people on the street at a red light and I'm like, oh I'm sorry, God. like, we just pulled the windows back up and we were like... <laughs> the thing is, the thing is, about a limo is, well, not to brag or anything, but me and Luke have been on one twice now. Yeah, we're and, like, it's yeah. whatever. Whatever. But yeah, 
the first time we went on one, it was like, it was like mid-afternoon. No, not yeah. even mid, it was like five um, or six. And it was still like sunny out. And we were like saying hi to everyone on the street. And I'm not gonna lie, that was really exciting for me. And this time I was waving at a bunch of drunk people in pubs. <laughs> Or, like, people just coming out for a smoke. And I was like, hey! And they were like, oh, hey, And I was like, this is so pleased. But it was still so fun. It was so I fun. Yeah, I and it. I think we just kind of drove in a circle. But um, it was... We were eyeing the McDonald's drive through every time. But, like, oh it was... God. I know. We were starving. Oh, and we were so tired. Like, one of our friends oh, was, like, falling asleep yeah. in the... Like, yeah. it was mm-hmm. a lot. And we um, were going to have a sleepover after and, like, gossip about everything that had happened at prom. And we couldn't even do that. Because it we felt were so rude, tired. It? But, like, we, we had a good so time. Tired. I feel like we talked about everything. Oh, yeah. In As depth. it was happening, we were talking. <laughs> Things yeah, would be happening, we'd be like, oh, okay, what just happened? Yeah, it was so much fun. Everyone looked amazing. The music was so good. Mm-hmm. Like, well, the yeah, the music was really good, especially well, towards the middle, I think. Here's what happened with the music, is that I didn't know we could, like, request... because sometimes djs are kind of like they're kind of iffy about that like they're like Mm -hmm. this is my thing like this is my job and they're just a bit annoying about it and yeah so then loads of people going up and requesting songs and we requested style we Uh, did requested style that's our song now isn't it but we had like that was so much fun that song came on and i was like i was looking through the photos and (laughs) did you see there's that one candidate of me and i'm like going for it you know what all of them like I look literally I look so I just look out of it (laughs) (laughs) like I look like I'm in my own world yeah it was it was so much fun honestly and I've been like looking back at the photos and the polaroids and it's just like oh like it's already a memory it's four days ago (laughs) but um but yeah I can't believe the people who like the committee managed to pull it off it was really good if you're listening we love you queens yeah we love you guys thank you for doing that for us it was so fun I had such a good time and I still I like look through the photos all the time I just I know love looking through the photos of it yeah it's so cute and like yeah yeah it's just (laughs) very wholesome and I feel like we like when I was looking at people's posts and stuff, I feel like we're becoming those girls we used to look up to when we were like twelve. I've had this conversation with a few people, but it's like that's so crazy that like we had prom. I don't know. It feels like a rite of passage. Oh yeah, I remember looking at my cousin's prom photos when I was like I think in year seven, mm-hmm. and I remember thinking about her dress and her heels, and I was like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, and that was me. That was me. That was insane, me. Was insane. Yes. But yeah, prom was really good. Ten out of so ten. Fun. Loved um, it. Yeah, and then but we yeah. started school, then and started... you know, yeah, we've it's... had two days of sixth form now. Mm-hmm. It's been a fresh start. I'm excited, you know. <laughs> I'm trying my best. To I'm really tired, and it's mm-hmm. only been two days. But that's we'll talk more about that. After. Yeah, we have a lot to catch up on. I think our yeah. future episodes have, we have a lot to talk about just because life is like restarting. Um, but for today's episode, we have something very fun, Shreya, don't we? So fun. Yeah, we, we have, okay, well, first we have a segment, then we're going to be talking about ourselves again, as we do all the time. Yeah. Um, but we're going to be talking to a med student. And our first guest, guys. Our first yeah. guest. Ah! Um, <laughs> and he's so lovely. And we're going to be talking to him about some questions that you guys actually gave us on the podcast Instagram. At let's get coffee pod um <laughs> just to plug it real quick um and we also have some questions that we came up with that we're interested to know 
if you didn't know, Luj and I aren't, well, I mean, never say never, but we don't think we're going to be going into that field. So this mm. is really for you guys. We're so selfless that this is really you, <laughs> okay? So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so we're, we're not, like, looking at medicine. I don't think yeah. it's on our horizons necessarily, but I, there's a lot mm-hmm. to gain from this, even if you don't want to do medicine, like, looking into the future and school, uni, all these things. We'll be talking more about our experience. Yeah, it's really um, about... I don't want to say too much now because I don't want to have nothing to say when it yeah. gets on here, but... Yeah, it's going to be about uni life, IB, A-level, social Everything. life. All the things. things. Yeah, all the things that you think about at uni. Yeah. yeah. So, Great. anyway, we're going to stop talking now. And yeah, we're and we're going to let you guys listen to that. Yeah, so, yeah. so the interview was really fun. We hope you enjoy, and we'll see you on the other side. See you. Bye. Okay. We're here with our very special guest now. Um, yeah. yeah, we'll let you introduce yourself. Go ahead. Uh, hi, uh, my name's Dev. Um, I'm a, a final year medical student at Cambridge. Um, and I'm also a family friend of Freya's. Um, yeah. yeah, I've known her since I was a kid. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oh, that's so sweet. Okay, um, so we have a lot to talk about. Yes, we, we do. have a lot of fan questions. <laughs> <laughs> fan questions. Um, okay, let's get started. Let's jump right in. Uh, yeah what interested you in medicine I know that's a really basic question but yeah go on um so I think uh the main thing uh when I started the uh, my love for medicine is probably when I started volunteering for this charity called Melody uh, which is based in Birmingham it was started by my piano teacher and it basically um helps children with learning disability um children's and adults actually um uh, with music therapy um so that was like a life-changing experience for me like I mentored a kid with down syndrome um and uh, really he, I could see is the improvement in his confidence and his communication skills and I could see that I could make an impact in someone's life um and I think that was quite um powerful um particularly and was something that I'd want to do for the rest of my life so I guess um, medicine was always a part of my life because my both my parents are doctors and even though um, you the stereotype is like oh yeah you've got to be a doctor they didn't they said it's obviously a stressful career it kind of discouraged me but I've always wanted to do it um, ever since that experience and and it's like basically the mixture of truly helping someone and making a difference in a person's life. Um, yeah. And everyone says this on the personal statement. Um, but for me, it's something that really hit home, like since starting clinical placements in hospital. Um, and I feel um, when you join medicine, when you decide to apply at 17, you don't really know what you're getting yourself into. Um, yeah. And uh, I've only really realized this over the last few years, uh, like probably fourth year of medical school. Um, so I, d- I really, after like experiences, I don't think there's any great satisfa- satisfaction than treating a person back from ill health. Um, because at the base of it all, our health is like everything we have um, for ourselves. And um, I think 
it's an amazing skill to really treat someone but um treat someone properly so um i think it's such a respected profession as well um and it has good job security which is also added factor but it is really that human connection that you get um when you treat someone and uh, nurse them back to health basically is what interested me yeah and yeah. i think like if you speak to doctors like my parents are doctors as well and they always say that there's nothing like that connection because there's there really aren't any boundaries you know you're you're seeing people at their most vulnerable state and and helping yeah. them and there's something really beautiful about that so i completely see what you mean yeah and thinking yeah. about the other side of it i like that you know it's not like like you said you're not doing it just to you didn't do it just to put it put it on your cv like it was actually an experience for you you actually learned something from it actually inspired mm. you i think i mean i hope i have an experience like that yeah that's, that's amazing i hope i have one like that but yeah i mean talking yeah. about music as well why not go into that side of things like why not go maybe music therapy i mean what was it about medicine yeah. I guess I, I it did really interest me um and I've always loved music since I was a kid uh, I've uh, been learning the piano trumpet recently started learning the guitar it's like a big part of my life um but it's just medicine is just more general I guess um wanted to learn more things about obviously the human body in general um I'm really interested in um biology as a whole I always have been um and um doing the intercalated year as well here in Cambridge um you get to properly delve into biology at like the basically the highest level so uh, the the kind of research they're doing right now like at the forefront basically um so yeah I think that was really interesting and um that was probably why it's just being general um learning more things about the human body and also um be, because i know music therapy it's definitely something i think will factor into my um career something i'd probably want to do as well and bring that into my treatment or consultations as well yeah yeah i think it's um yeah it's a very kind of rare combination of science like factual hard science and also like this very real human connection um i think that's some people you know they want a career in science but they also crave that social aspect um so i think it's just yeah it's really cool that it has like both sides to it yeah luge is a musician too and i I know i play the guitar um, no but it's stop it i love music and i yeah so i'm with you on that i think music is great and like yes. I can see that you both see it as it's like an escape, isn't it? From yeah. work yeah. and things. Yeah, that's definitely. our next question. Yeah. Yeah, work it's definitely. A, yeah, exactly. Um, it's really helped me at university. Um, just as a release, it's it, it gets really stressful. I can't lie in uni, uh, mm-hmm. especially with Cambridge. Uh, they really pile it on. Uh, yeah. but um it's yeah it's definitely a stress release and um i've not i've like basically gone away from more classical styles that i used to learn to more like 
things that I just want to do, like sing and play or just um, play songs that I like to listen to, things like that. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's definitely a big thing is like when I first started playing guitar, obviously Shreya played um, and she, <laughs> she had like a, a tutor and yeah and so we had that conversation and I was like I think I might get a tutor and she was like don't do it. She was don't. like play what you love and um, yeah. do it out of passion and I think there's really something to be said for that. Yeah because mm. I mean I know lots of people learn the guitar or like any instrument and they still enjoy it like they learn it properly but I think learning it from a person ruined it for me I think it made it feel like it was more of a chore mm. and now I can't like I can't understand what you guys are talking about when you talk about playing the guitar as an escape I don't I can't understand that because I only ever remember like try and go practice like you should practice for 15 minutes now every day yeah. and now yeah. I can't think about it in any other way um mm. so yeah I can't understand it like how you guys do maybe I will in the future but I think yeah. you're really lucky to have that because, <laughs> yeah, well, I don't everyone know. has their own escapes, I guess. Um, you you ha- you probably have like dance and things like that. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's just everyone has their own. Yeah, definitely do things that you're passionate about. It's the only way to live, really. <laughs> yeah, general it's... life advice. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely yeah. about a work-life balance. I think we had some people asking. Yeah, we had a question about that, actually. Like, how does it get at uni? Do you get distracted? How do you work, like, around your friends? You know? Yeah, so, yeah. I think, as I said, it's essential. Because otherwise... So, you, so, at university, and if you do go to, like, top universities, and even at any university, you definitely find uh, people who are just going to dedicate their life to academics just like just do everything um to get like the top of the year like get really good grades and some people can do that some people can just cram like just so just com- go to their rooms and just, just study for days on end but I was never that kind of person I do work hard but like I can't it just I get really it's really unhealthy for me to do that and I think it's unhealthy for anyone but some people just deal with it better but for me I just I just don't so um I've always had a varied repertoire of things to do um playing um, instruments playing hockey and tennis um sport is a huge like even if it's just running it's just if you're a part of a sports team it's just so much nicer um, you get a, quite a good culture going, especially at uni. Um, and um, you have a good friends group through that as well, I found. Um, but also, only at uni do you really realise what work-life balance is, because you're at school now. And, um, you know, you've got that nine to five, like, timetable, like, timetabled in. And then you've got, um, you come back from school, you might have extracurriculars, but then you've got homework and things like that when you go to uni it's you're just completely independent they just leave you to do whatever you want so um you you don't there's no strict routine you basically make your own calendar so it's it's being organized um mm-hmm. so you really realize what you like um so for me it was like playing hockey every week um going to gym playing guitar um and the balance is essential uh, to be honest, um, because it's really hard to get used to that independence. I found that really difficult um, first year 
because I was just so used to it. So you just hang you you hang out with your friends quite a lot, and you you don't do as much work as you're probably supposed to do. Um, and it's all a learning experience. Um, and uh, I I I I I don't regret it at all because it was such an amazing experience getting that like bond with your friends. But um, you f- really feel like you have so much more time, and you end up like wasting it so it's getting the balance between being disciplined doing your work but then um doing like just spend just being disciplined and getting your priorities right and getting your um exercise in or your music in every day kind of thing um and keeping to-do lists or like google calendar was a lifesaver for me i think everyone should do it um i think it's it just makes everything easier and um I think a lot of people don't put things or keep postponing things because they feel like um, they build like this aura of difficulty around the thing, um, even though actually when you just do it, it's actually quite easy. So it's yes. about it's actually just um, that just just be just keep a Google Calendar and you find life more fulfilling, I guess. Yeah, yeah. just like not procrastinating don't do that and yeah. building it up in your head is like just awful because I I think we yeah. all do it like when you overthink academic uh-huh. things it becomes such a chore and it shouldn't be yeah it yeah. still is for me I'm still learning yeah. but you know yeah no that was another question we actually had like building things up like academically how do you feel about academic validation and like just you know is it a toxic work environment um you know is that even an issue for you I don't know can't assume but yeah let us know how do you feel Um, yeah so so in terms of the academic validation Uh um, almost basing your self-worth on your achievements I guess Mm -hmm. um it's definitely a problem that I've dealt with for a long time because yeah I don't know maybe being from a my parents were obviously always supportive but maybe being from like an Indian background, both doctors, parents, like you almost have a pressure to do well. Um, I felt I was a high achiever. I was always like doing well in school. Um, but I also did other things like playing orchestras, do plays, play hockey and tennis. Um, but I feel most of my identity and self-worth because I was so I was good at it. I was good at academics came from doing well at school. Um, getting high grades coming mm-hmm. almost top of the year or top of the year kind of thing um, but you know what coming to Cambridge definitely humbles you um, because it's it's essentially like you have a group of highly academic uh, people uh, in one space in like an ultra competitive environment um, which can actually become quite toxic as you mentioned like toxic work environments um, mm-hmm. But it's basically you realize it's almost impossible to come first without basically sacrificing your sanity here. Um, so to have a good uni experience, you don't you realize you don't really need to do amazing. That's not your identity. That's not who you are. Um, you can just do well, try your hardest. And I feel you really understand who you are as a person when you come to university. Um, you don't yeah. do that at school. Um, uh it's 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 only really like after 
two or three years of uni do you actually understand um and yeah so the change in attitude uh really helped me and now I don't base all my self-worth on that um although a lot of what I've achieved in life has been uh, academic so far uh, there are so many aspects to my personality which uh, I've only found at university as I mentioned um in terms of dealing with toxic environments I think it's the person the people you surround yourself with it's so important because in in uni um you may not always go with pe- your school friends um I certainly didn't go with my school like close school friends so you meet a lot of new people um and um it's the people who you surround yourself with is your basically your environment I guess yeah um and even if you have the hardest work if you have the hardest um um like the the you've got so much work piled up which happens at Cambridge and probably any medical school um if you have those people around you that you can just uh talk to um um any emotionally or if you're struggling um you can handle a lot of stress and you you build up a huge stress tolerance um and um i feel like that's taken some time with me obviously you do build up friends um at the start um and you you think you're really close to them at the start and then only when you really like um go further into med school so maybe like fourth or fifth year is when you really probably get friends for life um it's it's the people you kind of realize who you're closest to and it's only going to be a few people um actually um and that's those are the people that will make your environment less toxic for sure Yeah, I mean, I think that's the same for anything though. Like it's like when you go through the hardships and the people who stick by you through those things, that's when you know they're the real Definitely. ones. And you, know? you make a really good point about um how you have to create your own environment. So that's definitely something I'm learning slowly. Um is yeah. that you know, you make your own your attitude is your own and the people you surround yourself really do change the way you perceive and experience things. Yeah. Yeah. Um And like the thing that you said about achievements and like most of the things you've you've achieved are like academic things. And the thing is like when most people talk to you that's the first thing they ask about as well. Like how's school going? How's uni going? Mm-hmm. Like what's going mm-hmm. on? How are your exams going? Like that's the first thing they ask about. Like it's rare that they ask like how you actually are. Like has anyone yeah. has any auntie or uncle ever been like How's your mental health, Shreya? <laughs> yeah. Like that never happens. It's always how's school going. Yeah. So I feel like it's really hard. Like you said, like with the Indian background as well and it I'm sure it happens in other cultures too. But to like yeah. differentiate from that and like separate yourself from those things because you do have another identity. Like it's not mm. just school and uni and academics. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Yeah okay. and yeah. you really, yeah yeah you only really realize it is yeah uh, when you go on to a university and you meet different people and I think that's important because at school mm. you're meeting kind of similar people from similar backgrounds only when you meet people at uni do you feel like you got so many people from so many different backgrounds it's just it's great to see I think yeah, yeah. and yeah definitely that's very true yeah. okay now we have some like more I think I think they're like 
quick fire, I guess. I don't know. But someone asked, what's after med school? Like, what what's after med medicine? school? <laughs> what happens? Yeah. 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 So, so medicine's a good way because for me, it was, it's really good because there's, it's a vocational degree. So you have a set path in life almost, uh, <laughs> which for, for me is quite reassuring because yeah. for a lot of degrees, it's like, um, you you basically don't know what you're doing at the end um but uh for me i like this set path in life but there are so many different things you can do within that path so obviously as you probably know like you can be a gp you can be a hospital doctor you can do psychiatry do so many different things um but yeah after med school uh you pass out you pass your final exams you also apply for jobs in your final year which i'm going to do next month um well actually next week <laughs> so <laughs> oh my god exciting uh, yeah so very exciting yeah so i'm i'm planning to apply to birmingham so you you've applied to deaneries um and you get allocated jobs so you get at the moment you get ranked nationally so so everyone gets a score of 100 and it's calculated through your medical school exams um and where you come in your own year within your medical school oh uh, ranking oh, okay. <laughs> and also half of it is this exam called the SJT which is a situational judgment test um, so that test is very important as you can imagine um, yeah. but that gives you a score and then you're ranked nationally and basically the higher you are the more likely you're going to get your first choice so um, oh, competitive that's yeah. how it that's... so yeah it's that's a lot but do you have like a like, sorry? do you have like a specialty in mind or a certain area that you're most interested in or like what um so at the moment we don't have to choose you don't have to choose straight away which is good um mm, uh, yeah. so like you do two years of foundation training so like that's just two years where you do like six jobs um in different wards so there'll be one like medical job there'll be surgical jobs that you have to do and also like a gp job as well um so you get to see how it is to work in all those environments before you choose um but for me in particular it's probably a pediatrics at the moment um because i love working with kids and um i think it's the probably the most fulfilling for me um that i've found so far but uh, it is also extremely stressful a very hard training so I don't know I don't know yeah. GPs definitely the easiest so I don't, I don't know yeah yeah I'm oh. sure you'll figure it out you'll be yeah you'll yeah. figure it out yeah okay next question what subjects did you do for IB so for IB I did high level maths biology chemistry standard level English, Spanish, economics. Oh my gosh. See, we do A-levels, so it's like obviously yeah. different, but that's that's like quite a range. That's yeah, that's, that's, a, really, that's quite a, a lot. Oh my yeah, god. So you, you do have to do a range in my B and I'm sure like the boys in the boys' school will tell you like um you you have to do English maths and then you have to do a humanity, you have to do a language. So um it's it wasn't it was at the at the time I was like why the hell am I doing this when like I could have done it <laughs> um 
yeah. but no, I'm very grateful I did it because it's definitely a good starting point for university um, in terms of the hard work that you need to do. Um, yeah. But also it, it let me carry on with like Spanish, which, uh, which is great. Like, obviously I, I don't remember that much Spanish anymore, but I still, I'm at like a decent level. Um, but also like I, I learned a bit about econ, which I would have never done at A level. Um, and so I, ha I have like basic knowledge of like this, these things. And it's just, it's just so useful when talking to people as well. I found. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah. I'm great. I'm great. I did the IB. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Like I think diversifying yourself as a student is so important. And a lot of people put that on the back burner, but even outside of the subjects or studying, like it's so important to have interest and a personality outside of it. It just makes you a better, yeah. like even just having conversations. Yeah, I completely agree like study what you enjoy because like mm. we just started our A-levels and we just started sixth form and I'm really enjoying myself I mean I've only had like two lessons but <laughs> still I'm really enjoying myself and yeah I think that's really important right like you, I yeah. can't continue if I don't enjoy it I think that's so important to me yeah. especially with subjects like I literally can't do it if I don't enjoy it yeah I'm the same yeah there has to be some like level of passion there uh-huh yeah, yeah exactly. okay yeah. next question was how did you get into med school like what is there anything outside of the IB that you did like obviously you did music as well but yeah. like is there anything that stood out on your CV <laughs> I know that's probably a question you don't like answering and we like no, to no no I, I, I obviously get asked this quite a lot um, yeah but that is literally <laughs> like a lecture in itself I've given like presentations about med like getting into med school and things like that so but it's like summarize basically in you kind of do have to be passionate about it it is such a long haul like you are you are in the in it for the long haul and it's scary um but people don't realize it um so like getting into med school really think about whether you actually want to do medicine is the first step like um, a lot of people go in, you know, oh, yeah, I can get like guaranteed money. I can get um, guaranteed uh, like respect. Um, uh, my parents want me to do medicine. It's like those kind of things in the back of their mind. But th those things shouldn't be there. It's like, do you actually want to spend your life um, dedicating yourself to like helping people is the main thing. Uh, yeah. OK, and then after that, it's obviously a long process. So. You have to do a first statement um, and um, it's important to really obviously convey your passion for medicine um, and then your work experience as well, um, which you have to do. Um, and always obviously why um, and why you did that work experience. Maybe also more importantly, it's like what did you learn and how is it important as a doctor? Uh, what skills did you learn? Um, and then you've got the BMAT, the UCAT, you've got... Uh, that was our next question. The, that was okay. literally our next <laughs> question. Like, how how did you deal with that? Because I have some friends in the year above who just did it. Not, I don't know which one, but they did one of them. And UCAT. yeah, they were revising all summer. So tell us about that as well. Yeah, so so yeah, after your, your final year is a bit of like um, a dead one. So it's just like... 
uh, your second year of sixth form is just so you start in the summer <clears throat> at that time it was for the UK cap so it kind of feels makes me feel old you know <laughs> now it's called uh, but yeah it's it's basically uh, a very stupid exam in my opinion it doesn't really test <laughs> anything uh but it's like aptitude stuff so like you oh. probably knew it from like the 11 plus like you got like non-verbal reasoning kind of thing you've got uh verbal reasoning which I was rubbish at um mm-hmm. but yeah you just have to, like I did a few courses so I'd recommend the Kaplan course which was good for UCAP um mm-hmm. and it's all about practicing 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 probably for like a month before um try to get resources through medify kaplan um mm-hmm. and uh yeah and it's just at the end of the day it's how you do on the day um yeah um so i got like 707.5 in the end which is which is good it was like a competitive score um and i was happy i wanted anything above 700 but like the first number i saw was the verbal reasoning which was 580 um so I was like oh my god but then you yeah that's your another thing about the UK it's like you can save your score um by because there's four sections essentially so if if, even if you do you think you've done rubbish in the first section um you can always just like recollect yourself and just like take a deep breath and then go on to the next one and just have a clear mind which is what Mm -hmm. I did so um that's for the UCAT and then you've got the BMAT which is another one um and uh, that's another kettle of fish you've got uh, that's in November and uh, that's more like more up my street uh because you can revise for it you have like Mm -hmm. techniques and if there's one course I can recommend it's the crash course um BMAT crash course so yeah if anyone wants is listening is wanting to do um know how to revise for BMAT do the crash course they have they have amazing resources yeah, yeah we'll definitely yeah. like try and link those below like right yes in the yeah we'll so link those that's a good idea that's yeah good. I think we have time for a couple more questions right? yeah okay so next question what is your most and least favorite thing about med school that's a listener question okay um most favorite thing about med school probably clinical school so far um so actually talking to patients um and also when you're picking universities think about that it's like do you want to be in a university so cambridge and oxford you don't speak to patients for the first three years um you don't speak to anyone you're just there in your room just like learning loads and loads of lectures uh, and like regretting your life but yeah but yeah so once I started talking to patients you're like oh this is what I'm actually going to do for the rest of my life you know this is good like you're making those human connections so that's my favorite thing about med school and also the friends you make um when you're on placement because I didn't in Cambridge especially you're placed like in different regions and you really like form good groups and close groups um at that point like in placement as well which is good and I've formed like some of my best friends there um friendships uh but in terms of least uh least favorite obviously uh the workload in the first few years um 
especially for preclinical, it was interesting. I was not going to lie. It's just interesting, but there's a lot of stress, um, especially with exams. Um, because especially in med school exams, you have to pass them all. It's not like other degrees where you can actually like, you're, you don't have to technically pass anything. Um, or the only the final year is the only one that counts really. Um, but you, this in med school, all the years count towards your like final ranking. So there's that added stress. So basically academic stress is, <laughs> but most people would say that, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's a serious thing because it's like, you know, people's lives are at risk. So, I mean, even like every stage of med school is going to be stressful, I can imagine, because it's just so much is on your shoulders. Like, that's a lot yeah. of work. Yeah. Would you say that it was like, like the workload in general is a lot, like for anyone? Or do you mean in terms of it was a big jump from sixth form, like the workload? Um. I think for anyone, uh, it depends on your med school as well. Um, so obviously, yeah, it's no, it's known that Cambridge and Oxford will be, will be harder because they just pile it on in terms of the amount of content that they give you to learn, and it yeah. is a lot of memorization. It's, it's not conceptually hard like maybe physics or um, uh, maths is like insane here, but um, it's just so much things you have to learn. Um, and they ask you very specific things but yeah in terms of workload it is much more uh, but I've seen that some people in other medical schools have been like IB really helped them um, because uh, IB obviously do six subjects and you're basically working throughout the year you don't have like three periods or anything like that so that work schedule and that work ethic really helped me personally um, even though the workload was higher in Cambridge, um, a lot of my friends at other unis and who did other degrees and also did medical school um, have said that it's been like a similar workload, to be honest, and IB, maybe yes. a little bit more. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. And the final question Is there any advice that you can give for people who are maybe joining uni this year? or are worried about take about doing medicine or a bit doubtful about it do you have any advice for them um it's okay to be worried it's okay to be um scared uh, it, i was terrified um but you just got if you feel like you want to do it and you you feel like um you're passionate about it you don't have to be obviously know exactly what you want to do in life, but just if you think that medicine is for you, go for it. Um, I mean, it, it's it's such an amazing profession, and uh, even though it's really hard work, you're doing so something so worthwhile in your life, um, and you realize that you're happy when you go to work, even though if it's really hard work. So, um, in terms of uni. Um, I wish I'd known that it was going to be okay uh, oh. from the start. Yeah. Uh, it's like, because at the start you're like, oh, I've come to like this big uni, I need to do well. I need to like put work and work, work loads. But actually, it's hard to find that balance at the start. It's hard to get used to that independence. And it's okay if you just like loosen up a little bit, just have fun in your first year. 
just just uh, enjoy yourself you're never going to get that time back i'm telling you like your uni life you're never going to get back after after uni it's not like you can skip lectures or you can skip that day of work you after uni it's just going to be you're like tied to work all the time you have to go and you're getting paid to do things but in uni it's just you you can you have that so much freedom so i think as basically as an indian from my Indian house, so I didn't really have that much independence before start of uni. <laughs> so actually, uh, being um, in uni was so much so different. So I think it's just it's it's just yeah, keeping it's just being okay. Um, and in third year, I realized that, and so I actually just enjoyed myself more. <laughs> yeah, I had a good work life. Mm-hmm. So that's it, good. I think that's yeah. Better. Yeah. And then we yeah. were talking earlier about how you do music as well. So go ahead, yeah. plug the account. Yeah, go ahead and plug the music. So Dev uh, has a music yeah. account on Instagram. Yeah. Go on, go on. Uh, so yeah, I've got this uh, music account. Um, yeah, so follow follow my music account. It's uh, uh, basically, it's just something I started over lockdown um, because I was bored. Um, and I always wanted to do it, but lockdown gave me a great chance to do it. Um, and yeah, so it's just me doing covers of songs I like on the piano and the, on the guitar, basically. Um, it's at Sony uh, dot music. Yeah. Um, we'll link so it. yeah, that, yeah. yeah. So yeah, if you like poppy covers, then yeah, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go, yeah, go. I'm sure people will love that. Um, yeah, and I think that's all the questions we had. Thank yes. you so much for speaking to us. That's, yeah. I'm sure that's going to be like really helpful. No, us. it definitely will. Thank you for taking yeah. some time to do this. It's no definitely going to help a lot of people. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> of course. Okay. okay. Oh, hold on. We're uh, back. Yeah, we're back. Um, that was honestly, I loved listening to that. Like we said before, I'm not interested in going into medicine but I actually really enjoyed talking to him about that how did you feel yeah, definitely that was like really interesting and I think mm-hmm. the things he said was so useful like if I was looking to go into med like that would be such a beneficial he said segment. so many useful things honestly he you mm-hmm. guys if you did well I hope you didn't skip but if you <laughs> did and if you're not interested in med um he talked a lot about uni life in general and he talked about yeah. his social life, things that he does to like escape um, the workload and things like that. So definitely, even if you know you're just interested in going to uni, literally, that's it. Just going into uni, he said a lot of really, really interesting and useful things. Yeah, so, it was definitely. I- I'm glad we glad we spoke to him. I'm really yeah. glad. Yeah. Was, yeah. Okay. okay. So now we're so. going to talk about like our own kind of experiences. Um, we're not going to chat too long, but we are going to just touch on a few things like yeah. personal so I think, academic validation I think someone asked yeah about academic validation work environments etc so similar things um that we spoke about with Deb but like on a more personal level for us okay yes um do you want to go first what's your take on academic validation my take on academic validation is that I think it's it's going to be really difficult for me to grow out of and mm. stop academically validating myself I mean like we were talking about Dev he was saying that it was only when he was kind of deep into uni that he 
stopped with it and I think I mean fair enough but the thing is that my whole life I valued education the most and everyone I'm sure there are loads of people who do that too and don't academically validate but for me it's something I always put so much weight and pressure on it because I always think this is what's going to get me where I need to go like I, there are other things I can do, but nothing is as valuable as having an education. So I always pride myself in doing the best I can in it. And mm-hmm. I think that's where it comes from. The validation, that's exactly where it comes from. If I do well in test or an exam, it makes me happy. It's, it actually lifts my mood. And the same, when, it, when I don't do well, that also impacts my mood. I can't tell you how many times I've cried about one in school. And yeah it's just the way I am I know that it's because of how much pressure I put on my academics I know that but yeah I mean I don't know I don't know how to say that it's it's okay if you don't let it get too far but I don't know personally if I've let it get too far I you think know? okay I think we've talked about this before about like whether or not it's healthy um and I think everyone cares about their education and especially we go to a very academic school. The environment we're in is, you know, it puts a lot of weight on education. But I think, mm-hmm. I, just, I don't know, I just think it's kind of unhealthy where if, if your self-worth starts to overlap with how you're doing at school, like if, if they start to become one and the same, like I think that's kind of a problem. But I think that's the, the, the case with anything. If your self-worth starts to rely too much on anything, any aspect of your life, then I think that's unhealthy. Um, I completely agree. But like, it's just about balance, I think. Yeah. Because um, you know, like, obviously, if you you do well in anything, you're gonna feel good, and if you don't, it might impact your mood negatively as well. But like, it's just how far it goes. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. I think in the past like few years, I guess I've especially through GCSEs and everything, I think I've kind of learned that it's one of those things that. I don't know I mean I'm trying to help because I have a young sister and I'm trying to help her with it because she just started at secondary school and I'm trying to help her through like you know these little tests don't mean anything because the thing is when you're in the situation when it's happening to you it's hard to detach yourself from it it's hard to think this is not important but you know what that's I think that's the difference between me and you is like I feel like I always knew in the back of my mind that it was not important because I just I just like I don't know I just never felt obviously I cared and I put the effort in but mm-hmm. I knew this wasn't like the be all end all yeah and um I like to think that it benefited me in the long term because like it was practice mm-hmm. those little tests were like practice yeah but they didn't necessarily like impact me negatively as much yeah so it was just like whatever see but that's the thing that's that's the thing that I wasn't able to realize until later on and I don't, I still don't think that it's something I'll be able to separate myself from until like I'm later on in life, you know, because when you're doing your GCSEs, those are the most important thing, right? And then when you're doing your A-levels, you look back on GCSEs and think, oh, they didn't mean anything. And then you get into uni and you're thinking, well, GCSEs really didn't do anything. But then at the time, you can't tell me that you didn't think that they were the most important. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that's what I have difficulty with. And you know, when you're in year seven, that Latin vocab test that you have next week is the most important thing. And I realise that there are a few people who don't, you know, who don't let it affect them. I do. But then I think, again, with the environment that we're in, 
mm-hmm. it's hard to not compete and it's hard to not put value on things when other people do yeah I think it's just like a perspective thing as well thinking about where yeah. things will be in the timeline of your life and like whether they'll actually be that important in the long run oh, it's yeah. difficult but it's necessary and I think that's like my big thing is I always just go on like I just bang on about perspective all the time because like truly it's like one of the things that keeps me going and I think yeah I don't know I think this is just us highlighting the differences between ourselves but, oh no it's true though like you're true. right like I can't tell you how many times someone's been like well try and look at the bigger picture how much yeah. is it going to affect you in the long run but it's and so easy to get caught up it's so that's what I'm saying like you always think that you don't want to be that person and I remember before we did our GCSEs I kept thinking to myself when you're in there when you're not when you're in there but beforehand when you're waiting to line up and going go into the hall just like calm okay just don't stress yourself out don't Mm. be too much don't stress out the people around you because I think that's really important like you know oh my god I have such a thing with this is I can't like yeah oh my god when people I understand that people are stressed and like I completely get why they're in that mindset but I just can't be around it like I will just leave the room I'll, I'll just like separate yeah. myself because I'm like I don't want to hear about how you're going to fail five minutes before I'm going to the exam I, like, I'm just, I yeah. agree I have a really big thing about that that's a thing for me is that like I was saying I didn't want to stress anyone out but then when I was in the situation I was like you know what let's save this for another day like we can (laughs) practice being calm and collected another day not right now not on the day of GCSEs we can do that another day but then I think also keeping calm is really like it's something you have to do to be selfless like in that moment yes you get to be a little bit selfish but you also have to think about the people around you just think how many people are just think you're not the only one going through it Rusty like you are not and yeah. that is something I really struggle to learn. I really struggle. And that makes me sound really self-centered, um, which I can be sometimes. But like, it's it. the individual but, experience. Like, everyone yeah, feels but the thing is that when I used to stress out, I never realized how stressful it would have been for the people around me. When I stressed out, I always thought, oh my God, like, I'm so stressed. I, I was thinking about myself and that's okay. Because in, in those moments, you are allowed to think about yourself. But I yeah. just never once thought, oh my God, the things that I'm saying right now are having an effect on the people around me. And that's when I... Because the minute something I'm doing is affecting someone else negatively, that's when you have to stop. Okay, that that's true. But also, like, that's... That says says a lot about yourself, though, about, like, how you need to value your own feelings a little bit more. Like, if something is negatively affecting you, that should also be just as important. I agree. I I agree with that. I know maybe that wasn't the best choice of words, but what I mean is in that situation. Yeah, I get you. I completely get you. I don't mean, Um, mean like, oh, when you are sad, don't let it affect other people because they might get sad. I mean, in that situation, maybe take a bit of time to yourself maybe go to the bathroom collect yourself I know it's hard like I know it's so hard in that situation when you're stressed it's so hard to just calm down yeah I know it is but but it'll help you because the only way is through the only way is through what else are you gonna do like (laughs) you can't escape your problems you just have to go through it and if you're gonna do them you might as well be calm about it because it's gonna happen either way 
exactly um, but obviously it's easier said than done and I think I think you mm-hmm. know my journey with academic validation has always been that I okay so I'm very much a humanities type of person humanities arts languages that's kind of where I thrive mm-hmm. I do enjoy sciences but it's not it's never been my favorite part of school um so for me like the things that I enjoy were oh the things that I was good at, at school were always very passion led so when yeah, teachers yeah. told me that like I, I was good at a certain thing when I was younger I never thought of myself as like I, ne- I was never like wow I'm academic I was always like I'm just passionate like that's just how I am and yeah. because passion leads so much of what I do like if I'm not passionate about something I can't bring myself to do it with the same effort and yeah. heart yeah exactly like, I don't think anyone can mm-hmm. um but that's especially prevalent for me so academic validation hasn't I have like an interesting relationship with it because it's never been academic for me does yeah, that make like, sense you don't you don't equate intelligence with like with score with like results yeah. but like yeah. obviously I do put value on on the grades I get and everything it's just mm. I just I think I just I'm very aware of what I am good and what I'm not good at yeah that's the first I, step is like I know what I'm not good at and I know what I am good at and so I know what to expect of myself like I'm not gonna I don't know like if I don't get all nines in something that I'm not very good at I'm not gonna beat myself up about it because I'm like that's the best I could have done and I know yeah. that there are areas where I am gonna get nines and where like or whatever like you know what the equivalent is like that's just an example mm-hmm. um yeah because I think I know that even if I'm not as good at one thing I still have my passions that keep me going I think that's really important you know I think that's so important like coming out of anything and knowing that you've done your best is so important I can't stand the feeling of doing an exam doing an audition doing a whatever coming out and thinking I didn't do the best I could because doing the best that you can is something that you can control Mm -hmm. I understand that your best is different to someone else's best I completely get that that's not what I'm saying I'm saying that when you go into something you control how well you do it you know sometimes it is affected by other people but majority mm-hmm. of the time like if you're in an exam hall and no one's talking it's just literally you and the paper you are the one controlling how well you do you know yeah so I cannot stand the feeling of coming out of one of those things and thinking I didn't do the best because that's something I could have controlled you know, that's what I always say about, like, anxiety in general or feeling anxious about things is that, like, everything in life is either something you can control or it's just luck. It's just yeah. what, or everything falls into one of those two categories. So as long as you do your best in the things that you can control, you have nothing to worry about because the rest of it is just chance, luck on the day. So, like, yeah. as long as you do your best, like, what what more can you do? Like that's Exactly, it. exactly. How much more can you do? Than your best like just yeah, like, think what? about that think about that and I know it sounds so like cliche and normal and everyone it is doesn't... cliche but like cliche but things how... are cliche for a reason because they're exactly. right no because you know? like literally if you do your best how much better than that can you do come mm. on tell me because you can't Please. you can't answer bestie answer yeah <laughs> why are we threatening no but like also the thing that you were saying about how the passion you know the passion mm-hmm. for me if I'm good at something, I'm interested in it, and then I do well in it. That's mm-hmm. that's like my little cycle. Yeah. I can't like 
stray away from that and that's how I've picked my A levels as well yeah it's the things that I'm good at and because in my mind if I'm good at something how can I not have even a little bit of interest in it oh so you start with like you're kind of doing it the opposite way from me where you're like you're good and then you're interested exactly because you the way you do it is normal that's normal (laughs) Like, because that's human nature, like thinking about things that you're interested in, then going into it, getting better. That's the normal way of doing it. But because I'm really weird. um, (laughs) Well, no, I'm going to invalidate because this is something I'm learning. But I know I'm learning. Okay, let's not invalidate. This is also normal. I look at what I'm good at and I think, is there a future there? Is there an interest there? And Mm -hmm. that's how I like eliminate okay because if I'm good at something I start enjoying it because I start enjoying that like the satisfaction of doing well in it I know (laughs) exactly it's normal though it's normal like why wouldn't you be why wouldn't you like doing something that you're good at yeah like that's my whole logic like if you're good at something like okay music for example since we've focused on that a little bit Mm -hmm. if you're good at it and people enjoy listening to it and you're getting some sort of validation from it either self-validation or fed by other people mm-hmm. is there not some like you can't tell me that you don't feel some kind of gratification from doing it no and absolutely then, you're yeah. right. that's just human nature like yeah you know we're e- ego driven creatures at the end of the day and yeah but it's just interesting that you look for potential first and then passion yeah because um, I think yeah I think when I don't have potential in something I don't give up because there were there were a lot of GCSE subjects that I didn't like. Yeah. But I mean I don't want to sound like I'm showing off, but <laughs> I wasn't that bad at them. Let's just say that. Okay? No, you weren't. Like, you really weren't. Thank you. Oh come on, Shrey. Stop being humble. Shrey oh, is clever, guys. I'm <laughs> Stop being so humble. Come on. Stop. No, so, I'm so but, over like, humility okay fine I was actually good at sciences you guys I was I really was good at it but I had no this is what I mean I was good at them but I had no interest in them Mm -hmm. so for me I can't go on something that I'm not interested in so that's very similar to you do you know what I mean yeah 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 it's similar to you except you look for the interest first so science would have already been eliminated but for me it's like Am I good at it? Do I have a future in it? And that was interesting for me because I really do... I was good at sciences and I liked the idea of doing them at A-level, but I hated the idea of being a scientist or being a doctor. Mm-hmm. I didn't see it like as a job or as a career. I didn't see myself enjoying it. It's just an interest. Exactly. It's just... And I can't just go off of something that I enjoyed doing at school. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah, you shouldn't. You have to think about future prospects and the day to day, like what it looks like in the future. Um, but I think it's interesting that like you like look for what you're good at first. I just think that's so funny because I think for me, I assume I'm going to sound so big headed, but like I no, assume that like if it. I <laughs> if Go I'm on. good at something, I just assume that I'll be good enough. Like I'm just like it's fine. And I think because what it is is like I genuinely oh my god, I've had this conversation with people. Like, some people get it, some people really don't. But I genuinely have this innate feeling that, like, I can be good at anything if I want to be. And, like, 
Because it's but, true, Luge. But it sounds but like so true. narcissistic. But I think people no, sometimes ask me, like, why are you so chill about this? Like, oh, <laughs> why you know are you so chill? I ask Luge that question. Do you know how many times I've said, how are you so calm right now? She's calm through every situation. Every situation. But, like, she's calm. I think it's because I just have a tiny drop of narcissism in me where I'm like I believe I can genuinely do anything if I want to <laughs> like I'm just like like even like okay I'm not okay maths has always been my weak not always but like in senior school it was my weak point mm-hmm. and like in terms of subjects it was always my worst subject um and I was still always really chill about it <laughs> I think it's because I just knew, I it's, I sound so crazy but I just like no, quote unquote knew that like I could get through it and like be like get do okay in the end like it's just this like weird sense of reassurance that I have and I think yeah and I also think because okay we're both I thought we've had this conversation I'm all over the place I'm gonna calm down but (laughs) we've (laughs) talked about this before where like if you were like um good at subject like good at school when you were younger I feel like you never learn how to actually work things Uh which is another thing like, because I feel like I never learned how to study properly. I never learned how to, like, work for things. Like, I just kind of assume that they'll just happen. No, but that's the thing, though. Like, I don't know where to start. There's so much to unpack here. I know. See, I know. It's cause I... No, here's what I th- Okay, firstly, here's what I think about what you just said. Okay. I... If I don't work for something, like, if I don't actually... Because I know there are people who can go into a test let's just say or or an audition let's just say and they can do well with no preparation whatsoever I'm not one of those people and I don't think I ever will be one of those people if I don't work for something it's just not going to happen for me and that's like I am appreciative that that, that's so I'm appreciative that things don't come easily for me because I and also let me just say if you don't like show-offs (laughs) <laughs> because we are show-offs yeah we're gonna be show-offs <laughs> we have every right because we have worked hard this year but yeah what I'm saying is I've taken that through with me if I don't work hard for something it's just not gonna happen for me and I literally tested this theory I have tested literally if I don't work for something it just doesn't happen it doesn't happen and so I just go into everything now doing my best going back to the idea of just doing the best that you possibly can you know mm-hmm. And yeah. also believe in yourself because Luz was just saying she thinks she has a drop of narcissism in her, which I disagree <laughs> with. I disagree with. I think that's confidence. I think that's self, and I think it's something Thank you, we all should have a little bit of. To be honest, I think if you don't believe in yourself and if you're constantly putting yourself down, who else is going to believe in you? Exactly. No one cares about you as much as you care about yourself, and that's the truth. Yeah. And I don't care if that sounds narcissistic. I actually don't care. If you don't talk yourself up, no one else will. You cannot rely mm. on other people to make you look good. Make yeah, yourself. If you're constantly putting yourself down, which I do all the time and I'm learning not to, and we talked about this in the validation episode as well, if you are constantly saying, I'm not good at this, I'm going to fail this, you are speaking it into, into existence. Yeah. You are literally making that happen for yourself. Say that you're going to do well. It's not narcissistic. It's just being confident. So don't overdo it, but just have a bit of confidence in yourself. Tell yourself, you know, you're going to be fine. Because if you don't, no one else will. What makes you think other people care if you don't care? Mm -hmm. Exactly. 
exactly. And I don't know. I think it's silly to assume that anyone else is going to be hyping you up if you don't believe. I completely agree. It's, it's like foolish. Like, that's exactly. just not how it works. And it's actually, and it's funny because people don't hype themselves up because they think it's selfish and narcissistic. But it's yeah. like even more selfish to assume that everyone else is going to do it for you. Like, oh bestie. They have better things to that. do. Trust me, they have better things to do. Yeah. They are hyping themselves up. So exactly. they are really busy. Okay. You need mm-hmm. to... You need to do become it more self sufficient, bestie. Exactly. This is I'm gonna, this is I'm entering my like Sharpay era. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm gonna be yeah. I'm gonna become a menace to society. Also, my stomach is like growling right now. So just look away. Yeah. If you hear that, look <laughs> away. Um. Um. But yeah, and I yeah. think yeah, I, I feel like though a lot of people might relate to this. What we were just talking about. Um. I think because I got through school when I was younger with like minimum effort, I just kind of carried that with me a little bit and now like if I don't put like if I can't do really well without minimum effort wait what am I trying to say like if I have to put effort in to be good at something like it just puts me off now I'm not gonna lie and that's why like I go maybe that's why I go for passion because Mm -hmm. I know that I'm gonna be good at things I'm passionate at about but like if I have to put effort in I'm just like oh never mind like there are things that I could be good at with no effort which I know is really bad and like I'm working on it but no, the thing is, wait, I have a question for you. If you're passionate about something, do you not automatically start working hard at it? Though? Yeah, but it doesn't feel like work. That's the thing. If, if it passionate. feels like work, I, I just I can't, don't want to do it anymore. Uh, that's what it is. Okay. Okay. Wow, that's a good point, actually. I work hard yeah. at it, but it feels natural. Yeah, there we go. But then when it starts feeling like you're putting effort. Like a chore. Mm. Then I'm just like, why am I here? Like, yeah. That's the thing. That's what. That's how I felt about playing the guitar. Like Mm. I was, it started feeling more like a chore, and I was thinking, "Why am I doing this? I'm doing this to enjoy it. I'm doing this to learn something new. I'm doing this to maybe bless someone's ears." But (laughs) yeah, I wasn't doing any of those things. (laughs) (laughs) Then I start thinking, "Well, what's the point of doing it then?" And I agree. Probably shouldn't have that outlook. Probably should persevere and keep going. Yeah, but. It's one of those things that you need to find interest in it and you need to find, you know, you need to, and I know this is kind of hated on, but romanticizing your life a little bit. Like, start mm-hmm. enjoying the things that you have to do. Because yes. you start dropping things oh left, right, and center, you're going to be left with nothing, okay? Like, mm-hmm. like okay, Absolutely. revising. I know there is probably no one that enjoys it, but I find some weird satisfaction from revising I actually I'm not gonna say I enjoy it because that's taking a bit far but I do you know like sitting down as like a little cup of tea and then like putting some music on just like setting up your environment like yeah make things fun I've been having this conversation with a lot of people recently because like I think that one of the main reasons for being um, a pessimist is just that you don't put effort into making your life fun like anything yeah. we make me and Trey make a day out of everything like even if oh, it's yeah. silly like run an errand or something like we'll make it uh-huh. fun we'll get that's, dressed up yeah no that's the thing though that's the thing about even prom I felt like some people had the outlook on prom that was like oh well it's just prom and it's like stop stop invalidating other people's excitement fun yeah them. because me and Luge you will not have seen someone more excited that day <laughs> We, we were like, so we were buzzing prom day. We were bu- okay, and um, why shouldn't we be? 
Like, why should... It was fun. And you know what? Enjoying an experience makes it ten times more enjoyable for you and the people around <laughs> yeah, you. Well, that makes sense. That sounds like up. a no sentient Enjoying but... things makes it way more enjoyable. Yeah. <laughs> Stop. Welcome to our podcast. And you're making fun of me. Um, what I'm trying to say, let me try and think. We're a bit mm. like, can you tell we're a little bit like out of it today? We are a little bit out. We're oh. just a bit like everywhere. Enjoy experiences so that they're enjoyable, guys. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that quote but, today. Basically, whatever. just we're already performing. We might as well make it fun, you know? Yeah. Might there well we go. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah. Um, Please don't think I'm dumb because I said that. <laughs> you're not. Oh, stop it. Stop Please. Um, <laughs> but yeah, basically, do your best. That's all you can do. And yeah. we just went through some of our fun little struggles. We hope you feel a little bit. <laughs> I can't do this. We hope you feel a bit, um, like a little bit seen and heard, and yeah. we hope this resonated with you because, you know, academic validation and struggles are very, they're very real things. Very like, common as well. It really is something that a lot of people struggle with. Like, please yeah. don't think you're alone in it because you're literally not struggles with it. Yeah. Everyone struggles with it. It's so and, difficult um, to overcome too. Definitely. Yeah. This this was just kind of like a what was this? This was just like a really, really chill one, I think. <laughs> part of it was <laughs> We're just... it was like very informative and part of it has just been kind of everywhere. But that's okay. Yeah. All over the place. That's okay. That's what you signed up for this. About. Exactly. Exactly. You signed up for this. It's <laughs> okay. It was listening to this was a choice. Yeah. Please keep listening. I hope yeah. I hope me rambling didn't put you off, but never yeah. mind. Yeah. We all have those days. Anyway, we hope you enjoyed this episode. <laughs> um, go follow our Instagram at Let's Get Coffee Pod. Yum. We appreciate and your episode suggestions, questions, DMs are yeah. open. I'm really sorry for the sound I just made. That was <laughs> I just I carried mean... on. I pretended. I <laughs> you just ignored it, please. <laughs> um. Yeah, and. When we have when we do have a guest host, we will be putting questions and things on yeah. the Instagram. So yeah, go check it out. And like we said with our guests, go check out at Sony Music. We will link yes, it. Yes, we'll link we'll it below. Link it. Yeah. Thank anyway. you guys for listening. We love you very much. Thank you for yes, We love you all. Thank you. Yeah, I hope your run was fun. I hope the homework is done. Oh my god, I'm a poet. Um I hope <laughs> clean i hope whatever you were doing is done oh my god i just keep going can we um, talk about how the other day i was <laughs> dropping beats i Stop. was doing so well we were singing okay well not yeah. singing is a loose term no no no, I was... no no i think we should paint the scene we're in our friend's <laughs> like, study question mark and straight on the floor she took it upon herself to lay on the carpet and well here's what was happening i was actually getting a face massage or a facial face massage okay it was a facial from one of our friends and then lou just starts playing the guitar because that's what she just plays the guitar all the time in the background and i love it it's so fun like it's so relaxing the thing is it's good for the people around you too so anyway thoroughly enjoying then i start singing and i'm (laughs) sick beats let me tell you if anyone's giving giving me a record deal like please and i even made a jingle for let's get coffee so maybe next time we can next time put that in 
it was really chaotic and I was just staring at Shreya trying to figure out if it was a chorus or a verse or if it was like <laughs> the line was gonna end I was like what is she doing and I was that's the anyway. thing about me Luj I'm so mysterious but yeah. I was seriously I'm not even kidding Grammys here I come like this is not a joke she was like does LA call me or do I call LA I was like <laughs> <laughs> oh my god anyway. please my yeah. just... maybe we'll post a video <laughs> yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> Put it, we'll anyway. put it on the, um, oh no, what we'll do is we'll put the jingle at the beginning of the next podcast. No, yeah. So, anyway, we've been that. saying bye for like five minutes. Okay, we love you. Thank you so much for spending time with us and follow our Instagram, and we'll see you next week. See you guys. Bye. bye. bye.